Today's scripture is from 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 1 through 9. When I came to you, brothers and sisters, I did not come proclaiming the mystery of God to you in lofty words or wisdom. For I decided to know nothing among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. And I came to you in weakness and in fear and in much trembling. My speech and my proclamation were not with plausible words of wisdom, but with a demonstration of the spirit and of power, so that your faith might rest not on human wisdom, but on the power of God. Yet among the mature, we do speak wisdom, though it is not a wisdom of this age or of the rulers of this age who are doomed to perish. But we speak God's wisdom, secret and hidden, which God decreed before the ages for our glory. None of the, of the rulers of this age understood this, for if they had, they would have not crucified the Lord of glory. But as it is written, what no eye has seen, nor ear heard, nor the human heart conceived, what God has prepared for those who love him. This is the word of God for the people of God. You may be seated. So we're going to start with a little bit of thinking and a little bit of a, a poll, okay? Now, one thing that we do not have a shortage of in our area, right, are Mexican restaurants, right? Lots of Mexican restaurants around between uh, Pelham and Helena, Calera and Alabaster. So I want you to think inside your head about which one is your favorite, okay? All right, everybody, everybody got that? So now we're going to take a poll, and I'm only going to name about five, so, uh, you know, raise your hand if I name that one, and uh, at the end, you can tell me that I have mistakenly not said yours if I do. All right, so the first one, raise your hand if Maya across the street is your Mexican restaurant of choice. All right, Jonathan, oh, we got Karen over there. Okay, we got a couple, got a couple. All right, so now working our way, uh, El Barrio Fiesta, or uh, Taco Ruby Tuesday, as I like to call it. Um, who's, who, who prefers that? All right, Miss Laura, I see Vondana, oh, Miss Laverne, got some in the back. Oh, my wife, that's your favorite? Oh. <laughs> that's not my favorite, so I guess we need to talk about that a little more. Um, okay, so what about El Patron in Helena? Oh, we got a lot of El Patron people. Okay, okay, I'm sorry for y'all, but that's okay. <laughs> All right, so then what about, we're going to move to Calera. What about Las Mesas in Calera? Oh, got a couple over here. Okay, that's good. All right, what about Zappapans in Calera? Oh, Cliff, I'm with you, and everybody else in this room just doesn't understand, do they? But that's okay. And now, I might not have said yours. There's many more. We could go through this, right? Uh, even though uh, apparently El Patron is the winner in this room, which I don't understand, but it's okay. Now, we all had an opinion. We all had a, a reason that we picked whichever restaurant it was. And I'm betting that for most of us, it has to do with we have had some great experience when we've gone and visited whichever Mexican restaurant it may be. And maybe that we don't give the other ones a chance because we had a bad experience, right? Like 
our experiences kind of shape. And whenever someone asks you, hey, what do you think the best Mexican restaurant around is? You can share with them. And you'll share with them why, right? You know what you're doing in that moment? You're giving a testimony about your experience in whichever restaurant it was. Like a, a testimony of your experience, right? Now, when we hear the word testimony, most of us, including myself sometimes, probably cringe a little bit. Especially when we think about testimony in terms of our faith. One, because we don't always like to, to talk about it. And, and some of it is because there's this idea behind testimony that it's got to be this experience, this uh, big, like, earth-shattering moment that you had in your faith. And maybe you didn't have that. See, Paul is sharing his testimony a little bit right here to Corinth. As he's sharing and as he comes, right, he's sharing about the crucifixion and the resurrection of, of Jesus. But he's also coming and acknowledging that it was not his wisdom that he is a little, little fearful, a little worried about the words that he is sharing, but that he wants others to know, to know about Jesus Christ. He acknowledges that the Spirit has been the one to give him wisdom, to guide him through his words that he is sharing, Now, on top of us maybe sitting here and cringing a little bit when the word testimony comes up because we don't have some, you know, massive earth-shattering moment, some of us sitting here, if you asked, hey, what is your testimony? Or better yet, let's, let's, just, let's just throw that word out. That way there's no cringiness. Why are you sitting in this space right now? Some of you may be able to answer that. Some of us maybe answer it along the lines of, well, you know, it's just kind of what I've always done is go to church in the morning, on, or not every morning, Sunday mornings, uh, you know, come and, and be here. And maybe at one point, right, uh, there is something, there's an experience, there was a reason, there is something within our faith that brought us to this space. Brought us to being in worship together. But how many of us continue to think through what our testimony is as we continue on through life as we have new experiences, as we continue to learn and understand God even more? Or how many of us just 
it becomes habit. It becomes, this is just what I do. This summer, um, and, and some of you have uh, begun to hear me talk about it over time, uh, but this summer we had uh, an awesome couple who came and gave us some different teachings at annual conference. And they did a great job. They had some great preachings. But there was one in particular exercise that I really got me to thinking in my own life, okay? So uh, the, the couple was Jack and Priscilla uh, Levenstein, and the, so they are professors at SMU, um, and they are a hoot and a half, man. Really, Jack is a hoot, and um, Priscilla is very calm and, and keeps him in check, which I guess makes sense. I mean, it's pretty much how my relationship is. Alyssa keeps me in check, and I don't know what's coming out of my mouth half the time. But they, they talked about, right, this idea of testimony. They talked about this idea of being able to share our faith, but being able to share our faith in a very unique way, right? Because as we talk about sharing our faith, as we continue to lean into how the Spirit is moving in our lives and how we have gotten to be a part of the community of faith that we're here today, Sometimes when we don't have our thought process developed, right, um, we, we either, like I said, can go from um, this is just what I always do, or even uh, get a long story that you sit there and you're wondering, I don't understand what that was, right? Because sometimes we use too many words. And so... In this time of reflection, in this time of really trying to understand and know why we were there, why we are here, tell me your testimony in seven words. Okay, now let's think about this. Seven words is not a lot of words, right? That's very difficult. But man, what if you could share with anyone you come into contact with when they say, hey, why do you go to church? And you can say it in seven simple words. You can say it in seven simple words where it's simplified, where it's understandable, and where the person you're talking to maybe wants to know more. And you can begin dialogue. You can begin to share and build relationship and bring others into the body of Christ with us, whether it be here or somewhere else, right? So I want us right just for a second and I'm, I'm only going to give us a second, mostly because it's Communion Sunday and I only have so much time. Think or write down, or even if you need to pull out your phone, if somebody asked you, why are you here, and you had to answer it in seven words, what would you say? Seven words, what would you say?
So I'm, I'm going to, while you're thinking too, I'm going to share a little bit of my seven words. Because it wouldn't be fair for me to ask you to do something that I haven't already done myself. So, my seven words, which I want to point out are really only six words because I had an extra word. Who knew? My words are, I am loved and not alone. See, last April... Uh, we hit some hardship, um, we hit some struggle in our life, and as we all do, right, that, that's not unique to me. And in the midst of that struggle, in the midst of the tough days, I continued to see God. And for me, I saw God through the community who knew our struggle and who loved us and who did not let me be alone when my wife went out of town for a school field trip. And looking back in other struggles, other experiences in my life, I, without a doubt, can see where I am loved by God and not alone. But that's my experience. That's my testimony. Everyone else here has a different experience. Everyone else has a different spot in faith that they're in. And as we sit here in this, this moment of transition in so many different ways that we don't know what's going to happen, there's so much unknown, I think it's important if we're to be good stewards of what God has entrusted in us, the kingdom of God that, that he has entrusted with us, we have to know why we're here. We have to be able to share while we're here. And we have to do it in a way that people want to know more. Do it in a way that really conveys to people what this journey of faith for us is all about. And the best part is that knowing as they continue to talk to more and more that that can share their faith and where they are to know that it looks different from person to person. Because God's entrusted us to be the body of Christ that goes and shares his grace, his love, his hope. 
But if we can't answer why we're here first, how can we go out and share that to the world? And it's an ever-changing, right, thing. My words today are not necessarily going to be my same words as I continue to grow in my faith, as I continue to have God work in my life in the future. As Alyssa and I have talked about this exercise over the last couple months, uh, she has given me four because she can't narrow down to one, right? Because it's different experiences of how God is working in our life. And so I want to encourage everyone, right? Like we had a couple minutes, like maybe 30 seconds if we're being honest, that I wanted you to think about it. But I want you to go out and not just think about it in those 30 seconds that we sat here. I want you to go out and really dig within yourself and think about why am I here? What is my testimony And I encourage you to even narrow it down so much to seven words. Even if you have to have a couple of different sayings, that's okay. Because, you know, within our lives, we have a lot of dead time. Like, what if if you just thought about this while you were showering, right? Because you're standing there, right? And all you got to do is think about it. If you're driving, if you're driving to work, right, and uh, you're just sitting there, think about it then. Continue to think about it. Continue to remind yourself. Continue to search within ourselves so that we know exactly why we are here. You know, I've got a list because... I shared this in an article a couple of months ago. I've I've shared this with teenagers. I've continued to share it. Um, I I have a list going of all the ones that people are sharing with me. Now, I'm not going to share any of those today because I didn't really ask permission um, to share any of those. But I would love to hear everyone who is a part of this congregation, I would love to hear everyone's testimony that they're able to to really narrow in on and where their faith is. Because I think the more that we as individuals and then as a congregation are able to know why we are here, the better we will be at being good stewards of bringing God's kingdom, the fullness of God's kingdom into the world. So let that spirit, that spirit that continues to be present in our life, that spirit that continues to surround us and work within us, let it continue to give us wisdom and knowledge so that we may speak to the world of who God is, who Christ is, so that we may share our faith in ways that have an impact that we never thought would be possible. So that others around the world are able to come and to join us. Join us into the body of Christ and join us in the grace that 
surrounds them even now before they even know it's there. The grace that surrounds us, the grace that surrounds all of God's people. Let us pray. Almighty and gracious God, Lord, we give you thanks. We give you thanks for the way in which you continue to work in our lives. For the grace that you surround us with. Spirit, your spirit, that continues to give us knowledge and wisdom and understanding of who you are. And so, Lord, we just ask that your spirit and your presence continue to help us share to the world who you are, who you are in our lives and, and who you are here in, as a community of faith. But in order to do that, Lord, help us be reminded and help us know of why we are here today. So God, we, we love you and we trust you. It's in your son's name we pray. Amen.